Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. Welcome to Messy Marriages, sharing stories of messy moments in marriages and how we make the most of our mistakes. We will undress the truth about sex, intimacy, and lifelong love. What are the concerns and questions most couples have in marriage and often go unspoken until now? Host Mark Lucas brings wisdom, authenticity, and practical advice to even the toughest marriage topics. Welcome to Messy Marriages. Mark Lucas here. Faith Talk 1360, and also listening in in the beautiful podcast world. What a joy it is to have these conversations with you week in and week out on Messy Marriages. Here's the desire in the heart that I have week in and week out. I'm the first one to tell you. My wife would tell you as well if she was here with us on a microphone. My marriage is not perfect. It's under construction. God's still doing a beautiful work in me and in my wife, Tammy, and in our marriage. But in the midst of the messes and the mistakes that we make, this show, our heart, our prayer, is that God would lead us, keyword us, as we navigate marriage. We're all going to make mistakes. We're still going to make mistakes. But that we would lean into these conversations and say, Lord, what are you teaching me right now? What are you showing me right now? How can I grow closer to you. And in turn, as I grow closer to you, I'll be filled with more forgiveness. I'll be filled with more grace. I'll understand the true importance of really giving and surrendering my marriage to you, God, and asking you to lead us and guide us in this most beautiful relationship that God's given us of marriage. I just said the word forgiveness. There's going to be a lot of things that Sydney Taylor, my amazing guest, shares here in just a moment. But forgiveness plays such a key role in her marriage, and forgiveness plays such a key role in all of our marriages. I don't think at the end of the day we could ever forgive too much. I don't think at the end of the day we could ever love too much or ever show too much grace. So it's this opportunity we have to hear this story and their marriage and this testimony that we have today to lean in and really begin to ask yourself, how are you doing with forgiveness in your marriage? How do we grow to really have more forgiveness in our marriage? I know that's what I'm going to open up my heart right now and open up my mind to kind of lean in and grow into. But that's, in a lot of ways, a direction that we're headed. And I'm honored to have Sydney Taylor here. She has four amazing boys, proud boy mom. I love it. <laughs> Her husband and Cindy just celebrated our 10-year anniversary in November last year. Congrats on 10 years. I love that. She received a certification of ordination in January this year and is on the ministry team at Reach Community Church in Coolidge. I love that. And she works full-time as a supervisor for a market research company. Cindy Taylor, thanks for being my guest today. Thanks for having me. Let's just, you're welcome. Let's just start with your story, a bit of your story. Kind of give the listeners a flyover of where you've been in your marriage and 
Obviously, I gave a little teaser that mm-hmm. forgiveness is definitely played into that. Mm-hmm. But why don't we start there, okay? Thanks for being my guest. Yes, appreciate it. Um, so forgiveness is a huge part of my story for sure. I think that some people have to forgive more than others, definitely, depending on the situation. And um, I married with a plan that, you know, it was going to be happy ever after. Um, But I had some things in my life that I had not addressed, issues that had been, I I like to say, stewing in my heart, um, unaddressed issues from my childhood uh, I was someone that always tried to be perfect all the time. And my, um, when, I'm going to kind of take you back to the very beginning. Um, when I was born, my mom was very young, so she left when I was six months old. Mm-hmm. And so I, um, my dad was in the military, and my grandparents took me in. And I lived with them till I was five years old. And then my dad uh, got a chemical injury in the military and ended up having a stroke that caused him to become a paranoid schizophrenic. So I moved in with my parents, my stepmom and my dad. But my dad, with his mental illness, did not speak to me, did not come out of his room, did not acknowledge that I was even present in the home. And I did not realize going into my marriage that I was taking all of these traumatic events from my childhood into this marriage with me and they were not addressed, you know, and I had all of this need for attention and that attention turned into me um, pretty much having a sex addiction and a pornography addiction And I was working an amazing job that I loved, and I was traveling for work, and I was married. I went to church. Our church was small, and it needed a lot, so I helped in everything. I helped on the praise team. I helped with the women's ministry. I was helping in the nursery, running potlucks, anything that I could do. I was also a yes person because of that need of wanting to just fill wanted. And I started, I was traveling for work and I started meeting men online. And every state that I went to, I usually had somebody lined up that I would meet with. And it was about having control over the situation and being able to just be in charge. And I put myself in really bad places. And when I look back now, I am so grateful to God that he continued to protect me because there were times where I went out and I would get drunk and I would bring someone back to my room with me. And instead of taking advantage of me, robbing me or worse, they just stayed there while I was sick and then they left. And that happened to me a couple times. And when I look back now, I'm like, thank you, God, that Even when I put myself in situations where I wasn't living for him, he still somehow continued to protect me. And I know a lot of that probably had to do with praying grandparents. And um, but, you know, whatever's in the dark will come to the light. And eventually everything that was going on came out. 
and that of course that was devastating to my husband and um he was angry of course and a lot of people were angry uh we sat down with member you know the pastors from our church and they were very hurt and angry and our church actually ended up closing because of the situation so that was part of the guilt that I carried that I shut down <laughs> an entire church which it was a small church but um I just I didn't care about anybody I cared about myself and no one else and I thank God that even though people told my husband you need to just go you need to take your son and you need to leave because she's one of the bad ones um and he I don't know what I would have done if he would have done that, you know, but God knew and some for some crazy reason he stuck it out with me and we went to counseling together. We went to um a new church that was dealing with matters of the heart and I feel like God actually placed us in places that he knew we needed to be in. Uh, there were a lot of other things I was dealing with. I was, um, I have become anorexic and a bulimic. And so I did one-on-one -on -one counseling as well. Um, at one point I did it in, um, like the hospital. I went in for like a week just to inpatient, just to kind of, you know, get a kickstart. And, um, I saw people whose lives were really, really messed up. And I realized that my life didn't have to be that way. And I was I knew that I had to put God in the center. And just facing it was a big thing and making a decision. It wasn't something where I could say, well, I'm still going to try to dabble in it over here. or I'm going to still, you know, try to be secret. I had to let everything. I made the decision. Everything's coming out. And so we put things in place you know, um, in our marriage, in our home, so that there couldn't be any secrets. And that really helped hold me accountable. And my husband, such, a, you know, a man of grace and mercy, I don't even know how someone could have that much forgiveness in, in them, but he did. So I'm so grateful for that. I appreciate your vulnerability and you. sharing all that. Mm -hmm. I know I can only imagine it's hard to share it all, but it's all for the glory of God, yes. and it's all for the glory of God to understand. I mean, there's so much in what you just shared that really is, and I, and I say so much because there's so much that really is a reflection of God's heart of forgiveness for us, mm -hmm. God's heart of not wanting us to walk in shame. With mm -hmm. all of that, mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, we all have made messes. Right. So nobody here listening in right now, nobody's evaluating, oh, her mess or my mess is worse than your mess. Mm -hmm. We've all made messes. Right. We're all sinners. Mm -hmm. yes. <laughs> nobody likes this verse, but we're all <laughs> sinners and we've fallen short of the glory of God. We're all sinners. Right. So let's just be clear on that. Yes. Okay. There's zero mm -hmm. judgment here. Mm -hmm. But what there is, is there's a beautiful testimony and story of forgiveness, mm -hmm. of grace, mm -hmm. of you understanding the difference between guilt and shame. Right. Of you understanding the importance of bringing everything into the light 
and truly walking with God and your husband and others mm-hmm. where you bring everything into light. Yes. So there is so much good that mm-hmm. God has done in the midst of all of our messes, but right now we're sharing about your mess. <laughs> and your husband's made messes too. I mean, we've all made messes. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know where I want to start because there's so <laughs> much good in the sense of there's so much transformation mm-hmm. of you specifically, Sydney Taylor, you yes. specifically doing this repentance, which is mm-hmm. a military term, mm-hmm. to take a 180-degree turn right. and to walk away from the things mm-hmm. that are the things that were really pulling you away from God, the things that were really separating you from God, mm-hmm. and you were walking in this sin and walking in these these messes and mistakes, but I don't want to lose sight. So there's a lot I want to unpack, and I'm trying to figure out where I go first. <laughs> but I think the first thing I want to say is this. You had this moment where you realized that you had a need for attention. Mm-hmm. You had a need to feel wanted. Mm-hmm. We all have that. Right. But I can't even begin to say that I understand what it was like growing up in the family of origin and growing up in the home that you grew up in. Mm -hmm. Like for me to even begin to wrap my mind around a mom that left at six months old and then to begin to kind of walk my mind around grandparents stepping in to raise you and then a dad that was sent off into the military but comes back, I think you said schizophrenic, Mm -hmm. okay? So now you have a schizophrenic dad that you really haven't had much of a relationship with and a stepmom that you're just meeting for the first time. And now you're in that environment with a dad for the most part that doesn't come out of the room and engage you. So all of that, the reason why I kind of bring up all that is because here's the truth listening in right now. Okay, I have it. You have it. We all have it. We have a family of origin. And I encourage you, this is a part of your transformation Mm -hmm. that God wants to do in your life. We've got to swim in those waters and bring up, it's hard, the negative and the positive experience Mm -hmm. of those waters. But in the negative experience, and I've done this, and it's painful, but it's important as we walk closely and desire to walk closely with Jesus, we've got to bring up the negative experiences and really process and say, okay, what needs weren't met Mm-hmm. What were some of the wounds growing up in the home? And now, Lord, I want to heal from those, right. and I want to give those to you, God, mm-hmm. because I know that you always, always lean in and say, I love you, yes. and I can feel wanted by you. Mm-hmm. When I need attention, Lord, I know you always give it to me. Mm-hmm. And what does it look like for me to really not only recognize that with information of God's word, but to integrate that into my life? So I truly walk that out each and every day. So I just want the listeners to understand that in marriage as well, I have to understand, I shared this actually last night in my men's small group, we were talking about family of origin and we were talking about how important it is in marriage for us to be able to lean in and understand as best we can our spouse's family of origin Mm -hmm. and where they came from, how they view love, how they view parenting, how -hmm. they view marriage. All of the soul imprints that are on their souls, Mm -hmm. that's the lens they're looking through. Right. And if we don't do that, the reality is we're kind of flying in the dark and things are happening and triggers are happening and wounds have happened Mm -hmm. and we don't know any of that. Right. We have no idea of that. Mm -hmm. So my first encouragement and advice for all couples listening in is go into those waters with your spouse if you haven't already. 
to understand that. And then secondly, and this is where I want to really start pressing into some questions on you to, to help me and help the listener, Sydney, walk us through the difference between guilt and shame. Because obviously the enemy, which is real, okay, yes. we all know there's mm-hmm. a, a real enemy out there. Mm-hmm. And it's not just Satan. He's got a ton of evil demons that mm-hmm. are out there mm-hmm. that are trying to really get into our minds, get into our thoughts, mm-hmm. and really live inside of our brains, yes. okay? So walk the listeners through the difference from your vantage point of guilt and shame. Well, um, guilt is something that we all should experience, right? Whenever we do something wrong, we say something to someone that hurts their feelings and we realize we intentionally did that, we should have some guilt. We should feel that conviction uh, that we probably shouldn't have done that. And usually when you have some guilt, it's a lot easier to go up to somebody and apologize and say, I'm very sorry for what I said. But when you have shame, shame is not so much about the guilt. I almost think that you can have shame and you don't even feel guilty for what you're doing. Um, And I definitely was like that. I was so numb that I didn't really experience that feeling of guilt, but I definitely had shame. I felt like if people knew what was happening, they would completely abandon me. And being a person pleaser, a people pleaser, to have people not want to be my friend or, you know, I just couldn't, I just didn't like that thought. Um, But when you have guilt, you have remorse and you feel responsible for your actions. And when you have pain or when you have shame, um, I just feel like it's more about you, about how you're feeling about yourself and your worry about how other people might view you. You know, trying to hide that. And that's where your shame comes from. Yeah. I love everything you just shared. And I think it's so important for the listeners and myself right now. I I wrote down some different notes of what you just shared. And if you're driving right now, please don't take notes. (laughs) But the reality is, is this. We've got to understand there's a huge difference, a massive difference between guilt and shame. Mm -hmm. And really, God doesn't live anywhere near the word shame and the understanding of what shame is. Guilt is an understanding that, yes, we have a conscience that God's given us. Mm -hmm. If you're a follower of Jesus and you've said yes to Jesus, which is amazing, you Mm -hmm. should do that if you haven't, because he loves you so much and wants a personal relationship with you. As a Jesus follower and having a relationship, personal relationship with Christ, we have the Holy Spirit inside of us. And the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. really convicts us or reminds us when we've made messes, we've made mistakes. Okay, the Bible would say that's sin. Yes. So that's guilt. So there's a feeling of guilt when I make a mess, when you listeners make messes. That's the guilt, okay? Mm -hmm. And that's healthy because that reminds us, okay, warning, we shouldn't have done that. Mm -hmm. But what shame is... Okay, and you said this as well, and I'm just going to put it in a little bit different words. For me, what shame is, is guilt is saying this is what I've done. Mm -hmm. Okay, shame is saying this is who I am. Right, right. And that is never, Mm -hmm. ever, never, ever, did I say never? Never (laughs) what God wants. Right. God Mm -hmm. is not labeled, because I'm in this category too, so I'll put you and I both in the same category. God has never labeled us addicts. Right. So he doesn't look to us and say, you're an addict. Mm-hmm. 
That's who you are, Mark Lucas. You're an addict. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was an addict, mm-hmm. and I was guilty over what I did, mm-hmm. and I went through rehab. So I've been there for sure. I can identify with that addiction because right. I have an addictive personality, mm-hmm. and I've been there. Okay, But now God has healed me and taken me from that to know that that's not how he labels me. That's not how he labels right. any of us by our sin. The moment that we confess, the moment that we give God our mess and we say, Lord, I give this to you. I've made this mistake. Help me grow. Help me not do this anymore. Help me grow and repent and turn from this. Yes. Then it's not a part of our identity. Mm-hmm. Our identity is that we're a follower of Jesus. You're a daughter. I'm a son of the king. Mm-hmm. And then we're holy and blameless and loved and forgiven and redeemed. All those beautiful words that he speaks over us in Ephesians 1, those are the I am's of who we are. It's not I am blank the sin. Right. So that's really important. Walk the listeners, because I want to kind of spend a little bit more time on this. I think it's a really important point in marriage, if you're single right now, at Mm -hmm. any point of your life right now, if you're a widow right now listening in, if you're divorced right now listening in. At any point in your life, it's really important for us to understand because you and I both have sin and we've both committed sin, okay? You had been in this really place of of living out sin for for a decent amount of time. You didn't say how long, but a decent amount Mm -hmm. of time and you're traveling with work. Walk the listeners a little bit through some practical. How do you kind of get out from the shame cloud? Okay. Yeah. Um, I think that shame and fear are so tightly wound together because you have this fear that if people find out who I am or who I think I am because I am so full of shame or the lifestyle that I'm living, that they're going to abandon me. And so um, I really was living that out. I didn't want people to know um, the kind of person that I was. But I had, when I made the decision that I was going to change my life around, you know, um, I had to really take some practical steps to make some changes. And one of those things that I did, and maybe some people that could possibly be going through something similar, they're not able to do this, but I quit my job. I knew I could not put myself in a position where I could um, continue to act out in the manner I was. Now, that doesn't mean that I couldn't still do those things from home, you know, but um, it was just part of the step, part of the process that I knew I needed to take. So I quit my job and um, I made everything public that I had, every email address, every text message, anything that I had that I was hiding, I just had to give my husband access. I said, okay, we're going to just go in all in on this, you know. And that was one of the pro- one of the steps that I did. And definitely marriage counseling, there's no way we could have survived if we hadn't unpacked everything, you know, that we were facing at that time. Yeah. It's the right step, mm-hmm. and there are steps there, but the right steps that you took, Sydney, and I, I just want to applaud you on that. And I think one of the things that, that really I've, I've heard in this process of the transformation and the steps that you took, mm-hmm. 
you and your husband both, you took the steps together as, mm-hmm. as one partnership yes. And, yes. and one flesh. You did this together, mm-hmm. and that's what God wants in marriage is a right. oneness, right. and that's why it's the beauty of marriage. Mm-hmm. You've brought everything into light. I did. And I want to mention that one of the things that my husband did that I really applaud him on is that there's a book called The Love Dare. And I don't know if you've ever heard of that before, but it's yeah, listeners. Yeah. Yeah. It's where pretty much every day you do something loving to your spouse. It doesn't matter if they show love back. It doesn't matter if they've, you know, totally are not being kind to you. You still continue with this love dare. And my husband was doing these sweet things for me every day. And it kind of was making me mad. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought it was so amazing, and that really, really made a big difference in our marriage, the love dare. Yeah, that's huge. It's it's a beautiful – you can go look it up, the love dare. I think it's a 40-day challenge, mm-hmm. but it's it ultimately is. every single day. It's Love is a verb in mm-hmm. so many ways. So it's going out and showing love with words, with actions, mm-hmm. with things that we do, and it kind of starts smaller and kind of compounds and builds into greater things, but it's a great – reminder for all the listeners. And the last closing thought, thank you, Sydney Tedder, for being my guest today. The last closing thought is it's so important for us to walk with our spouse and to bring our lives into the light and to truly understand the importance that don't hide the things that you're doing that are messes. Don't Mm -hmm. hide the things that are sin because at the end of the day, God wants us together to walk in the light with him. And that's so important for us in our relationship. So thank you, Sydney, so much for being my guest thank today. You. It's a joy to have these conversations with each and every one of you week in and week out. Have a beautiful week. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Messy Marriages, a show dedicated to making the most out of your mistakes. Mark would love to send you his weekly Marriage Monday video. Please go to marklucasradio.com and sign up for his weekly marriage video. Follow him at Mark Lucas Radio on Instagram.